We're the twins, and these are our takes. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Twins Takes, a Lima Neverman's podcast on all things sports. For today's episode, we will be discussing our predictions for the upcoming MLB season. So we're going to be doing our uh, division by division uh, records, and then we're going to be doing our World Series predictions, and then our oh, uh, MLB awards predictions. Yeah, and then after that, we're just going to chat a little bit about what the season's going to look like with the new rules, the shortened season, and just what our thoughts are. So let's get into our standings. Um, so we're just going to go through it division by division and just kind of talk through things we feel like are relevant. Okay, should we start with AL East? Yep. Okay, so I have the Yankees at one, obviously. Uh, the Rays at two, the Rays coming second, Red Sox in third, Jays in fourth, and the Orioles in fifth. Yeah, um, I have the same order. Um, I think the East, uh, they had a tough matchup playing against teams from the NL East. But I, so I think the, I think the Yankees are going to do really well. Um, I'm very hopeful. That is bias, obviously. Um, but I think we got a really good uh, team, and we got by guys back from injury, so it's going to help us a lot. Um, I've got us winning close to 40-ish games. That might be a little bit bold, but um, I'm just hopeful. And then I've got the Rays just above 500, maybe three, four games above 500. And then I've got actually the Red Sox and Blue Jays both tied. Um, I think the Red Sox are going to be very lackluster, and I think the Blue Jays with their young talent are going to be really good. Um, and they've got Hinjin Ryu as their as their ace now. Um, he just got uh, tabbed for opening day, so that'll be interesting to see how he fares uh, in the AL East. And then the Orioles are obviously last because they're terrible. Yeah. Uh, Yankees are looking hopeful. Um, seems like our hitters are all in good form, and they're all trying to stay healthy, which should, which should be good. Paxton looks like he's coming back. He's going to be okay. Tanaka, after that scare in... Practice looks like he's recovering really well, which is going to be good. We're going to need them with Severino not being able to play this this year. Um, I have the Yankees finishing around with around 35 wins, and the Rays just close behind them with around 32. Uh, Red Sox at 500, and then Jays and Orioles down below 500. I think, I think the Blue Jays are getting slept on, man. I think Kevin Biggio, Bo Bichette, and Vlad Guerrero Jr., they're going to, they're going to do some damage. Still got Randall Grichik, Lourdes Gurriel. They're, they're a good young team. Um, I think that might challenge because I don't know who, who, who what are the Red Sox who do they have? Yeah, the Red what Sox. Are they I mean, Chris Sale's not pitching this year. They just lost Price and Betts. Like, yeah, their hitting's good. They got Bogos. They got Devers. They got Martinez. They got Benintendi. Like, they still they still got a good lineup, but I don't think their pitching is going to be anywhere near as what it's they been don't in have Porcello anymore. So who's their ace? Uh, I think it might be Eduardo Rodriguez. He just got COVID. Yeah, but he's COVID's not going to last the whole season. Yeah, but who's their opening day starter? I don't know. Let's check. Um, I like I just I don't back the Red Sox. I don't think I don't know either. But as you said, with the with the with the Blue Jays, they're a young team, so I don't know if they can be able to perform this year. Nathan Evaldi, uh, he's pretty good. Um, but at Yankee, but I think the Blue Jays. I wouldn't be surprised if they win more than I've predicted them to win. But I think as a young team, I can't expect more from them than I am expecting. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you want to hear this ESPN's projected? Yeah, yeah. Eduardo Rodriguez, Nathan Evaldi, Martin Perez, Ryan Weber, and Brian Johnson. Yeah, not gonna lie, I haven't heard of those last three guys. Yeah, like the Red Sox. There's no way oh, they. Do they have Campbell or no? No, they lost no. him, right? He's on Ooh. at the Cubs, I think. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna be tough, but I don't know. It's as I said, the Blue Jays might have a chance, 
I could see them winning more games than this, but as a young team, I can't expect more from them than, I'm, than what I'm expecting, to be honest. Yeah. Um, the Blue Jays also don't have a good rotation besides Ryu. Yeah, but they got a better bullpen, I think. They got Ken Giles. Well, we'll see what happens. I think it should be good. Let's move on to the AL Central. All right. So I have the Twins uh, coming in first, then the Indians, then the White Sox, then the Royals, then the Tigers. I have a big gap between the White Sox and the Royals and the Tigers. I don't think the Royals and Tigers are really going to compete, especially considering they have to play the NL Central. And the NL Central, as we'll get to, is, a, is quite a tough division as well. So I think the Royals and Tigers are kind of screwed. I think the White Sox finish around 500. I could see them doing better and pushing for the wild card, but I don't think they will. I think the Indians and Twins are split by one game, but I think the Twins do take it. Yeah, I think the Twins showed last season that they got some... Some power in their bats. They picked up Josh Donaldson, which is massive for them. That's a big um, Their rotations, nothing special, but it's solid. Um, I think the Indians uh, are very good, and I think they can compete for the division. Uh, Lindor is going to have a great season. They got a good rotation, despite losing Kluber and uh, Bauer. Uh, Bauer last season, Kluber in the offseason. Uh, they still got Shane Bieber, Mike Clevenger, who are going to carry the rotation. Um, and I think they, got, they can do some damage. Um, White Sox are a very good young team, and I think in a few years they can actually be competing. I think them and the Reds in the NL Central, who we'll get to, are potential wild cards, could do really well, could flop. Um, but like you said, Royals and Tigers are pretty lackluster. Um, I've got the Royals better than the Tigers, a little bit closer to the uh, White Sox, but I, they're, they're not doing much. I don't, I don't really know. Yeah, no, I have the Tigers as the worst team in the league. Mm, I still have the Orioles. I think it's the worst team in the league. I think they're very, very bad. I think the Tigers are also very, very bad. That's true. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to the AL West. Um, unfortunately, I still have the Astros at number one. You can't not, as much as I hate them. They're still the best team in that division. Um, I then have the A's two. Angels at three. I think the Angels are another wild card. I think they could do really well this year, but their rotation is kind of... What's the word I'm looking for? Not good. Uh yeah. Yeah, and that's a nice way to put Shaky. it. Shaky. Yeah, and then the Rangers at four and Mariners at five. I don't think the Rangers and Mariners can really compete in this division. The, the top three are pretty good sides, pretty good teams, and to say the Angels, I have the Angels finishing around 500 is kind of tough, but I mean, they do. They are playing the uh, NL West, which is the weakest of the NL divisions, in my opinion, um, but I think the Astros finish around 34 wins, so I think the Yankees are the best team in the in the AL. And then I think the A's are finished with 32 wins. And in this, they'd be in, in, a, in a race for the uh, wildcard spot. So I think it, it should be good. I could see the A's pushing the Astros really, really close. But I can't really pick anyone over the Astros, to be honest. What about you, Ali? Um, I've got the Astros winning around 36 games. I think the Athletics actually will push to compete with the Astros. Um, I think the A's are very, very good. So I've got them finishing just one game behind the Astros and actually comfortably winning the second wild card spot. Um, I've got the Angels actually finishing just a game above five hundred. I think they're going to be a very solid team when they figure out their rotation. I think Otani is going to be big for them. He's probably going to be their ace um, in that rotation as well as a big part of their lineup um, hitting the DH. Uh, I think they also have Julio Tehran in their rotation who is a wild card, but everyone knows he, he has what it takes to be a good pitcher. Um, and so I think they're going to do all right. And then the Rangers and Mariners are going to be pretty bad. Um, <laughs> yeah. The Rangers got Corey Kluber, so that'll help them a little bit. But I don't think they have anything special to have them compete or even uh, finish above 500. So 
I've got the Astros as the second best team in the AL. Um, I've got the Athletics as the third best team actually with the Twins winning the AL Central, but with a worse record. And so I've got a another A's Rays wild card matchup in the AL, is what I'm predicting. Yeah, I have the A's, Rays, and Indians tied, to be honest. I don't know what the MLB is going to do in the case of a tie. I kind of seem to have a decent amount of ties. So we'll see what happens if it goes to it. But I could see that as an A's, Rays, wildcard game again. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the NL. And for me, I'd say this was probably the tougher of the two leagues to call. 100%. The divisions are way tighter, in my opinion. Um, should we start with the West, which is kind of the walkover division? Yeah. Um, so I have the Dodgers winning it comfortably. Um, by like seven or eight games. Um, and second, I have the Padres and Diamondbacks tied. Um, I think both these teams are decent. The Padres have a really good lineup. Their rotation's kind of let them down a little bit, whereas I think uh, the Diamondbacks are the opposite. They have a very good rotation, and their lineup is very good in at parts, but I still do think they have a few pieces that are missing. Um, and then I have the Rockies at four, and then the Giants at five. Yeah. Um, I've got the Dodgers finishing comfortably in first, 37 and 23, roughly. I've got the Diamondbacks finishing in second at 500. I've got the Padres at just under 500. And then I've got the Rockies and the Giants, just like five or six games under 500. Um, I think all of these teams are going to, uh, are not going to do well because they're going to be playing the Dodgers a lot and they're going to be playing the Astros and the Athletics quite a bit too, um, which is tough. I think that's going to hurt them all. I think the Diamondbacks are just barely going to edge it over the Padres. I don't think the Padres. I think both their lineups are very comparable. Uh, they're very, both very very solid, pretty much all around the all around the field, but I think the Padres' rotation is going to be very lackluster. I think having Chris Paddock uh, lead the rotation is not exactly what you want if you're going to be competing for a playoff spot, and so I think the Padres uh, come third in that division. Yeah, that's fair. I think no matter what, whoever comes second in this division, they don't make the wild card. So yeah, no. I mean, I'm excited to watch that Padres team though. Machado and Tatis on the left side of the infield is just a it's a duo you love to see. Yeah, they're gonna be they're gonna be good. They've also got Hosmer out first base, right? So I think they're gonna be a they're gonna be a fun team to watch. But I think it's gonna be tough for them having to play the Dodgers a decent amount. Yep. Okay, let's move on to Central or Easterly. What do you feel? Let's do the Central. Okay. This was one of the tougher ones to predict. We had to do a lot of research into their lineups and their rotations. But I've got the Cubs winning the division headed back to the playoffs at 35 and 25, roughly. Then I've got the Cardinals and Reds both tied a couple games over 500, 32 and 28. I've got the Brewers finishing a game under 500 at 29 and 31. And then I've got the Pirates... uh, at 22 and 38, they're yeah. very, very bad again. Um, yeah, this was a tough division to call, as Liam said. I think at first I had the Brewers at second, and then when I looked at the Reds and Cardinals uh, depth charts and rosters, it, I kind of couldn't find a reason to put the Brewers above them. So for me, I have the Cubs at 1 and 33 and 27. And then also, like Liam, have the Reds and Cardinals tied at 32 wins, so just one game behind the Cubs. And then I do have the Brewers just one game behind the Reds and Cardinals at 31 and 29. So I think it's going to be a really tight race. Um, and it's going to be a really tight race for the NL wildcard spots, which should be good. Yeah. I, I don't know about the Brewers. I, th- I think they're out. They have Keston Hura at second, who's unbelievable. Um, I think their outfield is very, very good with Lorenzo Cain, Yelich, and Vesel Garcia, um, Ryan Braun DHing. But their rotation is very, very average. 
um, if, Averages if at all. Averages being nice, to be yeah. honest. Yeah, so I, I don't think they're going to be able to compete because they're playing against all of their teams in the division, plus the Indians, Twins, and White Sox. Um, so, Ooh. yeah. Um, I think the Reds have a chance, but like we said earlier, they're kind of a wildcard team. Trevor Bauer in the rotation, Luis Castillo in the rotation, Sony Gray, they're all kind of wild cards. Um, their lineup is actually, I really like their lineup. They got Moustakas at second now. Eugenio Suarez, who was the NL leader in home runs last season. Um, Joey Votto, who's actually been very, very... Oh, no, sorry. Not Eugenio Suarez leading the NL in home runs. Yeah. I apologize. He was very, very good. Um, he was up there in the home yeah. run race. Bellinger and Yelich took that one. I'm sorry. Um, but, um, yeah, the Reds, I think they have... Um, Moustakis, uh, Suarez, and Castellanos, which was a huge pickup in the um, offseason. And I think I think the Cardinals are very solid, too. They have a really solid rotation with Adam Wainwright, I think, in like the fourth or fifth spot in the rotation. Um, Didn't Pete Alonso take the home runs last year in the NL? Oh, did he? I think he did. So I was just bringing that up. Oh, man. Just wanted to make sure we were I swear right. the race was like Yelich and... That was the entire time. No, but I swear it was home run too. Okay, you keep talking. Maybe not. I'm gonna Google. Okay, no, no, no. If it's on MLB.com, it's right. Okay. Um, but yeah, Cubs, then Cardinals and Reds, then Brewers and Pirates. Yeah. I think um, the Cubs are very, very good, as I you'll see Cubs from some of my very good later on predictions. I think they're very good. But I think there are better teams in the NL. Okay. Um. So let's not go to the East now. I think this was also a very. Tough division. This is call. the toughest division. I had, f- again, four teams that I thought, hey, you know what? They might have a chance to win the division. But I've gone for the Nationals and Braves tied at 33 wins. Um, then one game behind them, I have the Mets. And then two games behind the Mets, I have the Phillies. And then in dead last in the division, I have, of course, the Marlins. Yeah, I've got the Nationals in first at 33 and 27. I think the rotation is just so good. Uh, it's what led them to a World Series, um, and I think it's going to lead them back to the playoffs. I've, I've got the Braves and Mets at 32-28, and 28. Um, although I don't really... like. I Looking at the Mets' depth chart, I really like it, but after seeing them play against the Yankees in the two exhibition games, they're very bad? I don't know if that's fair to say, but I mean... We beat them nine three and then six nothing and we I mean we pitched Mike Michael King and Jordan Montgomery, who if they want to do some damage they're gonna have to face better like hit off better pitchers than that. Yeah, but we also don't know what kind of lineup the Mets were playing. I mean, Pete Alonso is in like, uh, yeah, but Pete Alonso's Pete Alonso's not gonna have as good of a season this year as he did last year. It's never gonna happen that way. He was so out. He performed so well last year that whatever the expectations are even this year, there's no way he can deliver. But they're still gonna have a decent season. Jeff McNeil, who's their starting third baseman, Pete Alonso, Robinson. Okay, they started. Their they starts. started their starting lineup. Yeah. And they got one hit off Jordan Montgomery through. Yeah, but Gumby's four to go, so. But they're gonna be facing Max Scherzer, Patrick Corbin, Steven Strasburg. Yeah, no, they're not gonna. They're gonna have a tough time. Yeah, and yeah. all of our pitchers, Garrett Cole. Yeah, they're like, gonna have a tough time. Yeah, some of the pitchers they're gonna have to face: Cole, Paxton, Snell, Glasnow. Ryu, Morton, Morton, like they're in for a tough time. Um, I do agree with what you're saying. And I've got the Phillies at 30 and 30, but I do think the Phillies could sneak potentially in. I really like their lineup. Um, Reese Hoskins, Bryce Harper, JT, 
Real Muto, Didi Gregorius, Gene Segura. I think it's a really solid lineup. Um, the rotation is solid, uh, led by Aaron Nola. Uh, Jake Arrieta is in there somewhere yeah. too. Um, so I think the Phillies could do, potentially do it, but um, I think they're not going to be able to compete with the NL East and AL East teams, and I think it's going to cause them to lose too many games. What do you think? Do you think the Marlins come in the division? Honestly, you know what? I back the Marlins to not be the worst team in the league. You know what? Me neither. I think the Tigers are, but you know what? They'll be a close. They'll be close. Definitely close. I think the Marlins are not the worst team in the NL. I think the Pirates are. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. You... That's bold. Yeah. That's what do you mean? bold. No, it's not. The Marlins have to play the four best teams in the NL yeah. East. Yeah. And the Yankees and the Rays. Yeah, but the Pirates have to play the f- four teams in the NL Central, who you have better records than pretty much all the NL East teams. And mm-hmm. I have... They're basically all the same. Yeah, and then but you have the Brewers as the fourteen better than the Phillies. Okay, okay. but then the but then also the AL Central's not as good. It's it's close. Look at your AL Central predictions. You have this third team, same as the four teams there. What? Your third team, the White Sox. Yeah, but I think the White Sox are better than the Red Sox and the Blue Jays. So how do you finish on the same record? Because of the teams you're playing. Okay. Fair I think enough. they pick up wins when they need to. Um, you're trying to tell me the Red Sox and Blue Jays are better than the White Sox? I don't know if they're better than, but I have them at the same record, so I think they're gonna be somewhat similar. Yeah, but if you had to, if you put a White Sox up against the Blue Jays, who wins it? What? I don't know who wins it. Depends, Depends on who pitches. Depends on the lineups. Louis Lucas Giolito versus Eduardo Rodriguez. They're aces. Oh, then the White Sox won that. Okay. What about against against the Blue Jays? The Blue Jays won it. Against the White Sox. Yeah, you, they're not gonna hit Hinge and Ryu. Are you absurd? But you have the Blue Jays finishing at 27 and 33. Yeah, but it depends on the matchups. Oh, my God. <laughs> you, you just said they all finish with the same record because I think they're around the same. Yeah. I'm not going to... Sp- what, am I going to pick a tie? No. I'm but... confused as to what you want me to pick here. Yeah, I picked just... based on the pitching matchup, and you told me. And I picked Hinjin Ryu. That's the worst And I picked decision. the Blue Jays. Oh, you're so you're the one dumb. Who 15 minutes ago said, oh, I think the Blue Jays could do really, really well. I do think the Blue Jays could do really, really well. I also think the White Sox could do really, really well. I agree, but I think the Blue Jays, going up against the White Sox, when it's ace v. ace, I think Ryu is better than Hiolito, and their lineups bold. are both average. I think Hiolito is better than Ryu. Well, then let's let them play, and we'll see what happens. Okay, well, they're not going to play. We'll, we'll call up, what's his name? What's the Blue Jays guy? Front office? The guy's not there anymore. Oh, the he's not? Alex Anthopoulos? Yeah. Dude, he left like four years ago. Oh, no wonder they're bad. Did he yeah. really leave? Oh. Yeah, he left a while ago. That's kind of upsetting. Ross Atkins is their GM. Oh, never mind. Well, we we, we, Mark Shapiro. Again. I don't know him. I can't call him up, so never mind then. Okay, should we move on to our World Series predictions? Yeah, before we just keep on blabbing about random things as we normally do. Okay. I think it's obvious who we both picked out of the AL. Yeah. We both have the Yankees. I think, I mean, it's going to be a Yankees-Astros... Um, Championship series. Yeah. I think the Yankees, by being the best team in the AL, actually get a little bit... Uh, it, it hurts them a little bit. Because I think, I think that um, Athletics are actually going to be a really good team. And I'd rather play the Twins than the Athletics. Mm-hmm. Um, but they'll get through the Athletics. Then I think they get through the Astros um, with Cole helping the, us a ton. 
And I've got the Yankees. You go first because mine's a little bit bolder. Yeah. Just... I've got the Yankees versus the Dodgers in six. The Yankees versus the Dodgers. I have the Yankees winning in six. I'm going off, like, by paper, like, just the rosters. I think those are the two best rosters in the game. Um, but obviously, I'm not going to ever pick the Dodgers to win anything. Like, why would I ever do that? And I also think the Yankees roster is better. Um, I think if it's in six, I have the Dodgers having a better record. So I do have the Yankees winning it on the road in game six. Um, but I do think we're going to do it and win our 28th wing this year. Whether people count it or not is something else, but I'm going to count it. Hashtag chase um, for 28, baby. But my one other team from the NL that I think might be able to do it somehow, that's really it's the bold. stupidest thing ever. It's kind of brave. In case you didn't get the pun, it is the Atlanta Braves. I just don't um, understand how. You don't even have them winning the division. I have them tied. And I don't know what MLB's going to do about a tie, but I don't know. I think they could show up. That's so bold. I, well, that's why I said it was a brave okay. pick. I've got. I'm gonna keep making that pun <laughs> until stop. Until it wasn't laugh. funny when you told me before recording. It wasn't funny on it's recording. Funny, just, guys. Let me know if you laughed at that pun. If you like more, if you like us, if you want us to make more puns, please let us know, and we'll try and throw a few in here. Oh my god. Okay, <laughs> my maybe, maybe World just... Series prediction is the Yankees versus the Chicago Cubs. Now. I'm looking at the Dodgers and Cubs for all. And you're calling my Braves pick bold? I don't think this. I don't think this is bold, and here's why. I I put the rosters and the depth charts side by side. I think the Cubs and the Dodgers rosters are pitching rotations very similar. Yep. I think Kershaw, Bueller potentially edge the uh, Hendricks and who's our ace? You Darvish. Um, but then I think the later half of the Cubs. Uh, rotation in Leicester and Quintana beat Alex Wood and Julio Urias of yeah. the Dodgers. Um, and so, but then look at the lineups. They're, they're, they're very, similar. very similar. I've got the Cubs have got the edge probably at catcher for uh, first, first is debatable. Is close. Catcher, third base, shortstop, and then DH. The Dodgers definitely have all of the outfield with. Uh, Jock Peterson, uh, Mookie Betts, and Cody Bellinger. Which is a disgusting outfield. Yeah. They've got Gavin Lux playing second, which is comparable to Jason Kipnis. Max Muncy at first. Um, Justin Turner, probably just a little bit worse than Chris Bryant, but Corey Seager at shortstop, worse than uh, Javi Baez. I just think they're really, really comparable on paper. Um, I But I think I got the Cubs winning it. The Cubs edging it just barely. Um and then I've got the Yankees beating the Cubs in six. I got the Yankees winning it at home. Uh, chase for twenty eight. It's gonna happen. It's coming home. Um, and this isn't the England national team. It's not coming home. Nah, it's coming home after too long. Um, but yeah, I don't think it's too bold. Um, I think the Cubs can really get there, um, and then just lose to the Yankees. Okay, should we do quick thing? Finals MVP or World Series MVP? Sorry, Ooh. who's it go to? Who do you think? Clutches up for the Yanks in the World Series when we need it most. Um, I think it's either going to be... If if it's a pitcher, it's going to be Garrett Cole. Obviously. Um, but I think if it's a hitter, it's going to be the main man, Gleyber Torres. Wow. Yeah. Because I think while some of the other players, the Judges, the Stantons, the Sanchez's... Um, Sanchez's. Shut up. They, I think they'll do well, and I think like, they'll get... They'll hit homers when we need them to. But I think Torres is one of our really consistent hitters and still hits for power. 
And I think he always steps up in those big moments when we need him to and in those big games. So I'd say either him or honestly probably LeMayhew. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I was going to say DJ LeMayhew. He is just clutch when you need him. He had the best average with ours in a scoring position in the MLB last season. Um, he's probably going to be ready for opening day, so he'll be he'll get his full season, hopefully. Well, yeah, he played today, right? Yeah. In the exhibition game. So. Um, and so I think him or obviously Cole. Cole's the main man. Uh, if he has two good starts in the World Series, uh, that's the MVP form. Yeah. Just give it to him. All right, should we move into our awards? Yeah, and then after that, we can just chat a little bit about what the season's going to look like. Okay. Yeah. So, should we start with Rookie of the Year? Because we don't really know anything about the rookies, to be yeah. honest. Um, we're just going kind of based on gut instinct, almost. Yep. Um, from AL Rookies of the Year, we, we wrote down three for all of them, kind of, just to... Who we think the three ideas. finalists yeah. are going to be. So, I have Lewis Robert winning it. Luis. Luis. My bad. Um, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is either. <laughs> Two, I have Michael Kopech. He's one of the only guys I've ever heard of. Um, and then at three, I have Jesus Luzardo. Do you want to tell them what teams they play for? Yeah. So, Michael Kopech plays for the White Sox. Jesus Luzardo plays for the Athletics. And Luis Robert, I have no clue. Left. He plays for the, the White, White Sox. Sox. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. So mine is I got Luis Robert also uh, winning Rookie of the Year. Also, Luis Robert, if you're listening and we're saying your name wrong, please let us know. Yeah, is it Luis Robert? Is it Luis Robert Robert? I, I don't know, dude. I I don't know. You. We're probably sleeping on you. I hope you win Rookie of the Year. Uh, Facts. In second, I've got Brandon McKay, who is the uh, Tampa Bay Rays. I think pitcher slash hitter, which is why I kind of have him in second. Because if the Rays let him pitch and hit, I think, as we've seen from Otani, even if you have an average season, you'll win rookie of the year. Yeah, he shouldn't so I've got him it. in second. And then I've got Michael Kopech in, uh, I think it's Kopech in third. That's um, probably the right way to say it, yeah. Michael, if you're listening, let us know too, please. Because I've got, uh, I, I mean... I did a MLB road to the show when I was on the White Sox and, and he he's pretty solid so so I'm backing him to to perform in the MLB. <laughs> what is that logic? Um, but fair enough, I base a lot of things in the NBA off two K, so it's the same thing basically. Um, and uh, actually two K is trash, but and I'll work here the year. Um, or you're trash at two K. No, no, let's. <laughs> I'll beat you at two K. If you guys want to see Aleem and I play two K for money, let us know and we'll do it. How are they gonna see that? We're not filming it. What do you mean? We'll put it up on the channel, the ending score. I mean, on the, not the channel, the Instagram, sorry. <laughs> um, I don't know. If that, um, and on Rookie of the Year, um, I have Gavin Lux winning it. I don't see anybody else winning it besides him, to be honest. He's an actual monster. Um, what? No, I agree. And then at two, I have Carter Keyboom. And at three, I have Dustin May. <laughs> what team does Carter Keyboom play for? No clue. <laughs> Do Come you on. know? Come on. Do you know? I think he plays for the Nationals. He is third baseman for the Washington Nationals. I'm just so good. You definitely looked at it before. Like, don't even try and chat. Um, mine is NL Rookie of the Year. Is I've got Gavin Lux in first. Um, he's gonna be in the starting lineup for the for the Dodgers, and I think he's gonna be really good. In second, I've got Mitch Keller, who is a pitcher for the Pirates, I believe. Um, and he, I mean, I just don't see the Pirates being very good. And so um, I think he's going to get right into the rotation. And Brandon Rogers, I believe, is an infielder uh, for the Colorado Rockies. Isn't that the old um, Liverpool manager and now Leicester manager? Yeah, but different guy. Oh, my bad. 
No, uh, I can't find him. It's R O G E. I think he's the Rockies. Um, and I think um, he's going to be really good for the Rockies because yes. he'll be right in there at second base. And I think they don't really have a good second baseman. So, I mean, we don't really know a lot about these guys. I know Gavin Lux is probably going to win all rookie of the year. Uh, AL is probably a little bit closer, but um, we'll see how that goes. Okay, let's move on to something we actually know what we're talking about. So let's go on to Cy Youngs. Okay. Um, so maybe we'll start with NL. Okay. And in this, we've got our final or our three finalists, and then we've also got like a little bit of a sleeper pick. Um, something we might, uh, could see happening, but don't want to predict. Uh, and then get terribly wrong. Yeah. So my NL Cy Youngs, I have Degrom winning it again. Um, but in a close race with Max Scherzer at two and Walker Buehler at three, I mean my sleeper pick is Sony Gray. I think being the ace of the Reds, I think. If the Reds have a good season and he has a good season himself, I could see him winning it or making it into the top three. But he's kind of shaky, Sony Gray is, and he has been recently ever since he left the Athletics, basically when he was on the Yankees. So, uh, but um, he, I mean, he was good for the Reds. I think he just yeah. couldn't handle the pressure being in New York. Yeah, not many people can. But I think he, he'll do well this season, and I hope he can make it into that top three. Yeah, I've got DeGrom winning again. Obviously, Scherzer in second. Then I've got Trevor Bauer in third. Um, I think he is one of the most just na- naturally talented pitchers, and if he can keep his attitude right on the field, I think he'll be he'll be very solid for the Reds, and he'll probably end up being their ace by the end of the season or their number or their go to. Um, and then my sleeper pick is Madison Baumgartner. Uh, now on the Arizona Diamondbacks, I think the Diamondbacks are finishing second in the NL West, and I think he's going to be the the key to them finishing second. Um, and so. I've got him potentially getting up there um, now that he's out of San Francisco and yeah. has a lineup to back him up. Fair enough. Um, AL Cy Young, I'm backing Garrett Cole to win it. Um, I'd be crazy as a Yankee fan not to. I'm in two. I'm going Justin Verlander. I can't see a reason to not put him. I can't see a reason why he won't finish in the top three, especially if the Astros do as well as I think they are. And then three, it's kind of almost a sleeper pick in itself, but I'm going Tyler Glasnow. Um, I think he had a good season last year. For what he pitched. Um, I think he's going to do well for the Rays this year. Um, he could completely blow up. But I mean, I guess that's the risk of any kind of pick. But I think he'll do well. Um, and then my actual sleeper pick is Hinjin Ryu. Um, he's, he was great for the Dodgers. And he's, uh, he's a true ace. And I think while the Blue Jays have a tough schedule. I think if he puts together a good season. I don't see why he's not considered for near the top of the... Saya. I mean, if he can, if he starts this season like he did last season, um, he'll be very solid for them. He posted yeah. like a one of the most absurd ERAs at the All Star break that anyone had ever seen. Yeah. Um, my AL Cy Young is I've obviously got Garrett Cole in first, um, Justin Verlander in second. I think Cole is going to be very good for us, backed by a lineup that'll help him. Um, Justin Verlander, despite probably having the easier schedule, um. I don't think we'll do as well as Garrett, as Garrett Cole, but I do think he's still going to have a great season. He's aging like fine wine. Him and LeBron kind of in the same category. Um, Verlander's a little bit better, though. Okay, well, it is what it is. Um, <laughs> we're not going to get into it. This is a baseball episode, but Verlander's still solid. Then I've got Blake Snell in third um, of the Tampa Bay Rays. The Cy Young from two years ago. Uh, I think he's going to have another great season. And then my sleeper pick is Corey Kluber, who left Cleveland... Signed with the Rangers. And the Rangers are going to be bad. Bad, bad. But I think the only reason they win some games is because of Corey Kluber. He's a great pitcher. He's got some nasty stuff. And I think 
could potentially drive himself up there. Yeah, I'm just going back. I can't believe you just said age is like fine wine. Like, it's true, but like, what? I wasn't expecting that when you said that, and it kind of took me a minute to process what you said, but no, it's a good, it's it's a good analogy. It's good intelligence. Uh, some. Okay, let's go on to MVPs. Uh, no, Wait, have MVPs. you never heard that before? No, of course I've heard oh, one. okay, I, I thought it was that, that before. You came, thought no, I came I, up with that analogy. No, you didn't come up with like, that analogy. Like, what? Everyone's heard that. I just wasn't expecting you to say it. Okay. Um, okay, NL MVP. I think, in a bold pick, Ronald Acuna wins it. I think it's not at bold, but I think there are definitely other people... That bold? I thought you said ad bold. I was like, what is ad bold? No, I don't think it's that bold. Um, I think other people might put him in the top three, but I don't think people have him winning it. But I do, because I think the Braves are going to do well this year. I have Yelich at two, despite the Brewers lacking a little bit. I think he's going to carry the Brewers to push for the playoffs. And then I have Betts at three, because it's just Mookie Betts. Um, My sleeper pick is Nolan Arenado. I think he's gonna have a fantastic season. The Rockies are gonna be bad, but I think if he can have a if he can have a good season, I don't see why he's not considered for at least being a finalist in the MVP. Yeah. Um. So I've got Mookie Betts winning the MVP. Um. I think, I think he's the most, one of the most talented baseball players in the world right now. I think for sure. I think he's, I'd group him, Judge and Trout, as the top three, in baseball, as hitters. Um, and that's bold, and people can come at me, but I think it's fair. Um, Interesting. I've got Ronald Acuna in second, and I got Christian Yelich in third. Um, Cody Bellinger could sneak up, like probably might sneak up on this list, um, but these are the three I'm going with. I think Betts is going to be the better Dodger this season, and I think he he gets the MVP. Um, my sleeper pick is Juan Soto. I think the Nationals are going to be really really good. Like I well not really really good, but I think they're going to win the division. Like I said, and he's going to be the the heart of that offense. Uh, now that they've lost to Rendon. Um, and so I think he's going to be putting some putting some runs on the board, putting some homers, um, getting some RBIs. And so... Um, well, you would hope he would do that. Get some hits, get some homers, get some RBIs. Like, yeah, but more than, like, more than people would expect. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's going to be putting up a lot of homers and a lot of RBIs, all right? He's going to be getting a few RBIs, maybe a few doubles here, maybe a few homers, you know. He'll be all right. Shut up. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Juan Soto, potentially look out for him for MVP. AL MVP. I'm back in the boy Aaron Judge. I can't not. Especially after today, he had two dingers against the Mets. Swings looking good. Against the Mets. Hey. Hey. It's the Mets. Hey, swings looking good. Hopefully he stays healthy. I think he could really put up a good season. We haven't really seen him play a full season where he hasn't been injured besides, well, his rookie year. He's always getting injured, really. So I'm really hoping he can stay healthy for these 60 games. If he doesn't, we're kind of a little bit screwed. Um, but I think Trout obviously comes in at two. I don't see... I wouldn't be surprised if Trout wins it, honestly. And then at three, I have, uh, I have, I have Bregman, unfortunately. Boo. Um, yeah, boo. But I think he's still... He's the most talented hitter on the Astros uh, team. Um, I think they're going to be really good this year, so I think he's going to be there. My sleeper pick, the boy Gleber Torres. Um, Gleber Torres. Gleber Torres. People are really picking him to as like a safe bet because honestly he keeps getting better and better every game he plays. Um, and he showed that last year he can hit for power as well as hitting for contact. So I think he's going to be really key in the Yankees' run and their chase for 28 this year. All right, so I've... Uh, got num- Mike Trout at number one, um, the best baseball player of all time. Uh, he's going to 
just as long already. as already yeah already best baseball player of all time yes okay um i don't think anyone really is going to be able to argue with that um i think he is just he's going to be putting up numbers that probably you wouldn't expect from a 60 game season um and he'll just prove to everyone that he is the best um judge comes in at second i think uh, he's going to have a really good season I think he's going to be a little bit more patient up at the plate, drawing a little bit more walks, striking out a little bit less, um, hitting home runs, but also driving in runs, doing what he needs to do, hit some singles, some doubles. Um, and then in third, I've actually got Matt Chapman um, of the Oakland Athletics, which is bold. I was deciding between him and Marcus Semien because I think the Athletics are going to be really, really good. Um, I, can't, I can't stress it enough. I think the Athletics are going to challenge the Astros. Um, and I think Chapman and Semien are going to be integral parts of that lineup. Um, but I've got Chapman up in there at third or in the third spot in the MVP race. Um, it might blow up in my face, but, but I think there's an athletics player in the top three. Semyon was there last season or he was, yeah. he was close to it. He was close to it last season. Um, and so, yeah, my sleeper pick is Anthony Rendon who left the nationals, uh, is now playing for the angels. Um, and I think he's going to have a lot of opportunities to drive in some runs and hit some bombs, uh, probably hitting behind Mike Trout. Um, and That's s- scary. And so with Pujols in that lineup too, that and Otani, like, that team is going to be very, very scary to face as a, as a pitcher. But Rendon, we know what he can do. He, he did it for the Nationals for a while. 30-plus homers up to 40, uh, 100-plus RBIs. Um, and he's just going to continue to drive in runs in the AL. Yeah, I think the Athletics are going to be good. I, uh, just for my sakes, being a little bit selfish, I hope the Athletics are trash so that you have to apologize again for a really dumb prediction. The last dumb prediction I made is actually panning out. Arsenal are doing well. They beat Liverpool and they beat Man City. So let's relax over there, buddy. Yeah, but okay. Yeah, but still, you apologized. So I want you to apologize. I'm unapologizing again. for my Arsenal prediction. By well, the way. They're going to lose the next two games. Mm-mm. They won't. They're finishing seventh. We'll we'll do a okay. That's a little bit. We'll do a bit of Premier League at the end, just to recap. Because no, 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 we gotta put that in a different video. I don't. It's gonna be too long. No, it's gonna be too long. We're not gonna talk about FA Cup. We're just gonna talk about Premier League quickly. Um. That's yeah. That's a whole other episode. I think we should do an episode. No. Okay. Um. Let's just talk about the season itself. Yeah. Um. Few key changes. Uh. Extra innings. It's gonna start with a runner on second base. What are your thoughts on that? I hate it. Yeah. I hate it. Why do you hate it? It's just not baseball. It is. There's why are you gonna, who? It sucks for relief pitchers. Yeah. You come into the game in the tenth inning, and you're already facing a guy on second. Your ERA is gonna get shot shot out of the roof. No one's gonna want to. You're gonna. No one's gonna. You just come in and work out of the stretch. Like well, most relief pitchers do anyways. But it's stressful having a runner on second base as soon as you come out of the bullpen. Yeah. Um, and I just don't think it's fair to them. I don't think it's fair, but what you're saying is. It's not baseball. The whole season's not baseball. Yes, it is. You can play 60 games in baseball. But you can. It's we still... Can. No, it's still... The fundamentals are still there. You're just playing a shortened season. But putting a runner on second base to start extra innings is just changing the entire... Like, I understand it. You're trying to speed up the game. Then put on a pitch clock. That's not what... The, but they're trying to make sure that games don't last because they know that... So then have ties in the regular season. That's better. That is that is something I, that should cap be... Cap it at 11 or 12 innings. Done. I think that's, that's something that should be there. I totally agree with Just you. Just for think, the season. I, I think ties... 
are a good idea and that they should be there. And if it comes down to it and they're tied, that's you. then if you want to do it and somehow it means something, make them play again. I don't care. But I don't really think starting extra innings with a runner on second base is going to just help at all. Pit, really, pitchers are not going to want to pitch because... What do you mean? You come in, bunt, sack fly. That's a run. Yeah. Like, like what? How's everyone's just gonna be bunting? Yeah. Like that's actually dumb. Um. So it's kind of absurd that, but I guess it is what it is. Can't really do much about that. Um. Another thing that's really surprising is no expanded playoffs. Yeah. Um. Which is shocking, because it's a shortened season. Um. You're. Chances are, over a 162-game season, uh, the teams that make the playoffs are the best teams. Yeah. Um, because over that long of a, of a season, uh, the teams that are the best win the most games. Um, and it sounds very obvious, but in a shortened season, anything can happen. Um, and it really impacts the top teams because if they have a slow start, uh, there's a chance they don't even make the playoffs, um, which is... Interesting that they didn't expand the playoffs so that um, more teams get in. Just because if teams like the Dodgers, Yankees, and Astros somehow miss the playoffs, like it's just going to be disappointing for the league. Yeah. Um, and You want the best teams in the playoffs. Yeah. That's what it's there for. And if, if you don't get it, I feel like it'll it, it's, it's just going to be weird. And they've said they're not doing expanded playoffs next year either. So... I don't know what to say. I just don't think it's the right decision. I don't think so either. You want the playoffs to cons- to contain the best teams. Um, and I think, yeah, if it's if a team starts off slow, it's really hard to pick it up. Because let's say they play poorly for the first 20 games or so. Instead of having, what, 142 games to pick it up, they have 40 games to pick it up. Yep. And it's kind of like, are they going to be able to do that in time? And if so, will they be in any s- sort of form to make a postseason run? And I don't know about it. So I think it's kind of, I think the league could have done a lot better to figure out ways for the best teams to make the playoffs, but also figure out the best way for games to be quick and not take too long and not have relief pitchers dragged out. But I think what they've done isn't the best thing they could have done, and I feel like they kind of rushed into it and a bit of pressure from the players that they wanted to play. There's also the three battle limit now, right? But that was before the... That was before. I know, but it's still... Yeah. A, pitchers now have to face... At least three batters. At least three batters before being removed or finish the inning. Yeah. Um. So you won't get these uh, lefty specialists coming in, getting one out, and then getting replaced again. I think that's good for the pace of the game. Yeah. Um. I also think you should put a pitch clock in and it does the same thing, but um, I don't mind that, uh, that rule. To be honest, I think, in my opinion, I think that rule is good, but I think it should change in the postseason. Because I think the postseason is different and managers play it differently. Um, so I think I would, I would love to see that not be a thing in the postseason because then I would love to see individual matchups that I want to see. But I think in the regular season to speed up games, that is the right call for the, from the MLB. They've made a, the right decision for once. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is there anything else, any new rules in the MLB? Or is it kind of, the rest of it's kind of the same, I think, right? Yeah, everything's pretty similar to what it was before. Um, before we end, let's just Premier League, because by the time this comes out, this will be the final week of games, with the f- following games 
final games being played on Saturday. Um, some big games on Wednesday, is it? Man U and West Ham, Chelsea and Liverpool. Man U and West Ham's not a really big game. Well, Man U, Man U, U just need to win. Um, there was a big result today, Tottenham beating Leicester. So, for Man U fans, uh, that's a good sign. Um, so, hopefully, Man oh, U can take advantage. Yeah, hopefully Liverpool pump Chelsea as well. And then yeah. we get to sneak up into third. Um, but uh, it should be a fun Saturday uh, watching those final games. Chelsea Wolves, Man U Leicester. Those are going to be some, some big games. What do you think happens in those two? I think Man U beat Leicester. Man U um, beat Leicester? Yeah. And I think Chelsea and Wolves. Chelsea beat Wolves. Okay. I think Man U beat... I mean, you draw Leicester. Um, so Man U get Champions League football. I think Chelsea score a last-minute winner to get a draw against Wolves and also secure Champions League football. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. I know. I just got to go for the brave picks. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is so stupid. You're off the podcast. No, I'm so funny. No, you're off. You're done. No. You're done. You're actually... No, like, you this can't... is a terrible pun. And then it can't be twins takes. It's just going to be Aleem's takes. Yeah, and it'll be better. No Because my takes are that. always right, and no, yours are wrong. No one will listen to that. They don't, they don't like you. All right. I'm the funnier one. Oh, my God. You're not... Okay. Um, that's going to be the end of this week's podcast. Um, if you are listening, uh, please share it with your friends. Um, and if you have any uh, takes or any opinions on what we said, please... Feel free to reach out to us on Instagram at twins.takes. Um, we're going to be releasing our some info about what's going to be changing uh, about the podcast soon. So stay tuned for that. Yeah, for next week's episode, we'll be discussing the NHL and NBA return. Um, that that episode is going to consist of which teams will benefit and get hurt, which teams will which teams have benefited and get hurt the most from the restart, and just our thoughts on life in the bubble and if we really think it will work. Um, yeah. Our plan for when sports return fully is to release one episode on Mondays, kind of recapping sports and discussing the past week. And then on Thursdays, which we're going to be calling Twins Takes Thursdays, we're going to be doing the debates and like the prediction stuff. So like playoff predictions and stuff like that, um, just because those are kind of more argumentative and we know you guys love to see us argue. Um, but we also want to be recapping some of the sports from the past week. So that's what we're kind of trying to do to balance it. Yeah, um, if you didn't listen to our last podcast, we are changing our outro because we did, in fact, pack a Greg Maddox 2009 Top Stacks card. If you want to hear the full rundown on how that happened, go listen to our uh, episode before this. But for now... The top 10 Dynasties. Yeah, but for now, we're just going to... We haven't really figured out what our new outro is, so we're kind of just going to end it here. So thanks for listening to this episode, guys, and yeah. Peace out. Thanks for listening to this episode of Twins Takes. We're the twins. And those were our takes.